Welcome to episode 102 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. It's National Scissors Day, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming to you a day late, but we're recording on National Scissors Day, right after the awesome dynamite that took place this evening. We're going to run down the show on what we thought was awesome and what's coming up. So, let's get into it real quick. Over in Glendale, my guy who keeps it regal, Steve Gropschmidt. How are you, Grabby? I'm thinking about a different kind of uh, scissoring, the strutting and cutting of the Brutus the Barber beefcake. <laughs> yeah. Well, their colors have uh, always coordinated. I mean, their their wardrobe already like shouts them out with their design. So was this by accident or like by some divine coincidence? That's a good question. I mean, maybe, maybe, we'll see, maybe we'll see the beefer come out one of these weeks. God, that would you be should. Just- yeah, that would be horrifically sad. I can't picture well, you know, it, but at the same time, I can't picture the acclaimed being as over as they are with Billy Gunn at their side. That's true. Well, you know, if Brutus shows up, then you know who's coming. Greg Not the Hammer George. Valentine. Yep, Greg the Hammer <laughs> Valentine, our old friend of the show. And you know what? The acclaimed can put smiles on everybody's faces, but I don't think he would put one on Greg. I don't think there's anybody that could. Uh, Make that guy smile. I'm gonna anymore. guess that Greg doesn't get the appeal of the acclaimed. Him and Jr. probably go out back and smoke some chocolate cake. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> what? Alrighty. Well, cool, awesome, good to see you tonight, Steve. Let's go down to Bayview. Talk to my guy who keeps it freshly squeezed, Matt Michelson. How are you, Matt? I'm a nice man. Sure are. Sure are. <laughs> sure are. <laughs> I mean, you should be. You're still young and in love, hot off the honeymoon. That is Damn true. right. Yes, but, you sir. know, you got to keep that flame alive. So maybe that should be your, you know, your alarm clock when you wake up in the morning. That's all. That, you know, oh, that's nice, keeping a triple A right away. God. Yeah, so. it would definitely wake me up, and I would probably wake up very happy. Woohoo! <laughs> in more ways than not. And Charlie, uh, again, he couldn't be with us tonight. Uh, we usually record on Thursdays, but tonight we, with our schedules, we're recording right on Wednesday. That conflicted with his underwear modeling gig. And I know it's been two weeks in a row, but don't worry. There's no drama. Charlie still loves us. He wishes he could be here. It's not like that drama going on with Sammy Guevara and Andre, uh, Andrade El Idolo backstage at AEW Dynamite there was supposed to be a huge match tonight with uh Evil Uno Dark Order or no Preston 10 right and uh Andrade were supposed to wrestle and the the match got pulled from the show because there's been a lot of fucking crazy shit going on back and forth on social media be- between Andrade and Sammy Guevara I don't know as much about it as our um co-host here Steve Grobschmidt Steve can you break this down for us and what's going on I can do my best. It seems to be a weird, um, and it's it's funny, you know. Whenever you get me um, talking about these things, I always come from the land of it's a work until you can convince me otherwise, and I'm still of that mind. However, it's just getting weird. Andrade is, you know, he's been a little bit of a malcontent. Like he's dropped little hints here and there. He's not super happy, and I think there was speculation that he uh, wanted back at WWE now that Triple H is in charge. You know, he did like a, I think he did like a crotch chop or something in a match not long ago is like maybe a little reference to, you know, the click. But, um, and then he got into a spat with, um, recently a few days ago with Sammy Guevara, where they were kind of, you know, they were kind of basically Sammy said something like, you're just a piece of shit and like, you know, just go, go, go to WWE already. And, uh, it was funny because Ricky Starks like tweeted like, 
like can can i can we go like a few days with one of my co with my coworkers not shooting their mouths off and then he <laughs> which i think is a sentiment we all feel but um yeah then they're then they kind of went back and forth like you know andrade saying why don't you say that to my face type stuff and uh so there was that and then as people might know there was a match set up for this rampage this week between preston vance number 10 and andrade with you know and it's all thrown together last week and then all the more weird in that it had a big stipulation of mask versus career where if 10 wins andrade's done in aew and if andrade wins preston's got to lose the mask and you know not that exciting of a match a few weeks ago but then people are like well what the hell you know is andrade really one out would they actually have this match happen or he's out um and then would 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 10 lose in the tribute weekend of uh you know like the two-year anniversary of brody's last match so all that drama um there was some criticism like Meltzer and some others were like you know you don't usually do a mask versus whatever stipulation with zero buildup like this is really weird and Tony Khan was on I think today he was on a show where he was kind of dragging on uh, Andrade saying I don't know you were to use like I don't like I dislike him or I don't like but then he was kind of hyping the match and um then apparently there was a, the, the alleged report is there was a fight backstage between Sammy Guevara and Andrade. And then abruptly they canceled the match for this weekend. And it's going to be the Dark Order going for the trios title now instead. However, if there was an altercation, Sammy still was, as we just saw in the main event. So that was my whirlwind trite explanation of what's going on. So you guys guess as good as mine. It seems all very weird. If... I don't know. I'm like set. I'm 70, 30 that it's a work because, because I don't know. It, it, the I don't 30, think it's a work, dude. I don't know, but everybody always thinks that it, it's just funny. It's like Sammy and him get into it. And then these people are like, Oh, that's proof. It's like, well, they could just be, I don't know. They could just be talking shit. Well, and that voice. Yeah. There was a run in on the show. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! He came in from the crowd. Yeah, I see. I told you there was no drama between us and Charlie Michael. He's here. He hopped in. He's, He's hopped, fresh he off the rail. modeling gig. Yeah. yeah. And oh my god, it's Charlie Michael. How are you, buddy? Not bad. Hot off the cold scooter ride back home from. Oh, Uly's. you took the took the hog out, huh? Yeah. Yeah, one last ride, probably. Ooh, man. We weren't and, sure if you were going to make it because I know you like to kick it there, so it would have been no big deal. But uh, yeah, just great further to see you, proof. My there's no heat. There's no fans that are chanting <laughs> "fuck you, Charlie." Charlie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sammy should get. I'm Sa- for Sammy getting canned. Sammy, yeah. it's it's the ultimate and go away heat. Yeah, like that is that. Like people will start using the term Sammy Guevara heat at some point. Yes. Because there was nothing fun about tonight's, like, fuck you, Sammy. It's like MJF, Christian, you name it. The fans boo them because they're loving what they're seeing. Sammy, yeah. they just fuck. There's nothing to fucking love other than, yeah, he could put on good matches, but he's a dick. Yeah. I mean, so not to piggyback too much on what Steve was just talking about with the Please Andrade do. Sammy situation, um, but two thoughts just to add on to it a little bit. Um, yeah, I also thought it was really weird how Sammy's in the main event, yet Andrade's match gets completely canceled, right? Um, and if you follow, and if you follow how the heat developed between these two online, it really started with Andrade uh, giving an interview. And from the sound of it, at least from what we're hearing from Brian Alvarez, it sounds like Andrade may have just been talking in jest somewhat like you know some of the comments he was making weren't really malicious or against AEW necessarily but for whatever reason Sammy Guevara felt the need to insert himself into the conversation um mainly because I think Andrade said of all the guys he's worked with Sammy Guevara is the one that he just did not agree with partly because Sammy claimed that Andrade hit too hard and Andrade's response was dude it's wrestling yeah that's what we do um and then, and then it all, of course, spiraled out of control. But yet somehow Andrade's off TV, yet Sammy's still in the main event, despite the reaction that we saw on tonight's episode of Dynamite as we record this. So, yeah, Sammy just has the ultimate go-away heat. I agree with Charlie. Like, they need to get him 
off TV. It, I, I don't know what the answer is at this point. If it's just canning him, if it's taking him off TV for six months and then reintroducing him as something different. Um, yeah. And I don't know if it's at this point a favorite of Jericho or what, but it's like, they're, I feel like they're sticking with him. And he's going to get, if he's on TV next week in Toronto, they're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Toronto's a super smart, crazy crowd. And that's, if you think Washington was on him, you wait till next Wednesday. They're going to destroy him. Can't Toronto's wait. Toronto's always good. They go, they go crazy for WWE shows. So <laughs> they're going to really go crazy for <laughs> AEW. And, that sh- and those shows sold out like within minutes, both days. Oh, wow. Uh, awesome. Week. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, this great. is the first time uh, AEW is touched down on Canadian soil, is it not? Yep. Oh, it's going to be yep. huge. Yeah. Awesome. For those of and our, honest, uh, is there bad heat though? Oh, go ahead, Matt. Sorry. No, sorry. I was just, I was just going to add, um, yeah, it, Charlie's totally right. I think for those of our listeners, if you haven't seen dynamite yet, uh, Sammy gets booed so hard during a backstage promo. I mean, it was, yeah. it was something that I think AEW easily like, could have, you know, turned down the crowd for just a second, but man, was it so loud. It's probably one of the loudest. I don't think they were, I don't think they were ready for it. No, they no. definitely weren't. And I think it's one of the loudest boos for a wrestler I've heard in oh, yeah. maybe time. ever. So yeah, possibly ever. So we'll, we'll talk more about it when we start talking about the show itself, but sorry, Mike, go ahead and carry on. Well, I was just about to say, too, like, is it okay? We just established that that it's going to be in Toronto for the first time. There's not a more hateable, like in real life, true hate towards a a wrestler slash sports entertainer than Sammy Guevara right now. Isn't that kind of good to put more eyes on TV to see how how much people are going to hate him publicly? Is it evidence? Evidence would seem to say you're right, because. Uh, he gets in a fight with uh, Kingston. Kingston gets suspended. He gets in a fight with Sam with Andrade. Andrade gets yeah. suspended. Like they're they're I don't know. Like they don't like it's crazy to me. Like they something's going. He almost on. killed Matt Hardy. Yeah, yeah. That's Remember true. that? Mm-hmm. One his freaking hack girlfriend like sent Ruby into you know she's she's all she had to have nose surgery. Yeah, he broke her nose. Yeah. And uh, and then these fucking immature kids. Uh, I sent it to the boys, but um, I still follow Sammy and Ty on social media. And, and for some reason, I saw their story. Research. Now they're trying to be like pranksters, where it's like, yeah, me and Sammy play pranks on each other, and it's like <laughs> we get each other, and like they're trying to be like stupid. these couples that are influencers, like on TikTok, that get like 23 million views for certain shooting Nerf gums. It- in each other's buttholes or or pouring water on each other while they're taking a shit and i know it's gonna get like way too far with these two too like did you they're they're in the physical business it's gonna get bad they're gonna they're gonna be spending too much time one time's gonna go too far this is the start of the divorce the unraveling's happening and did you see tay's uh, promo today it was just awful like she sucks it was terrible like she's just yeah she she cannot cut a promo to save her life well, remember, uh, was it a year ago or maybe two years ago? We were just loving Ty Conti. She she oh, was yeah. like little Preston or um, little negative tens, like yeah, she lo- well, loved like, him. Yeah, a and she was so good to, to him. Yeah, yeah. Now she's just like bad attitude, Gross. like a real life Bratz doll in wrestling form. But yeah, to your point, I don't know. I, I don't know if controversy like they think is going to create cash because like. Tom Tony seems all in on him. Yeah. yeah. I, I I have a feeling just based on that especially, but I mean there's a lot of things going on right now in AEW that are really weird. That two takeaways from this whole thing. One is I think Tony Khan needs to get a handle on whatever is going on in the locker room. I don't know if he's trying to create a competitive atmosphere in the locker room to really bring out the best in all the wrestlers, but unfortunately it's bringing out the worst because I think a lot of these guys are just too immature for the positions they're in at the moment. They don't know. Oh, how to totally. Yep. Um, and that's strongly evidenced by Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti. Uh, so that's one piece of it. Second piece is I, I think Tony is starting to lose touch a little bit with go away heat versus actual heat. Like the word yep. shoot idea was good for a little while and it's good here and there, but there's so many 
you know stories we're hearing about in wrestling media right now where it's a work is it a shoot and we don't know that it just seems like the locker room's falling apart and it's really unfortunate for us as fans especially because you can't watch dynamite without thinking about all these other things that might be going mm-hmm. on behind mm-hmm. the scenes True. so yeah yeah hopefully tony finally gets it together or you know hopefully jericho steps in or one of the other evps when they're back at some point um because yeah whatever's going on behind the scenes needs to get addressed um just because as a fan i want to be able to really enjoy the show again without thinking about all these other things we're hearing about or you know because you can't really watch it without following the news because then you're like why is the crowd so against sammy guevara well if you follow his social media or you know what's going on you would know so you almost have to do that just to kind of keep up with the product. But regardless of all that, yeah, I think backstage there's a little bit of work that needs to be done. And by a little bit, I mean quite a bit. I agree with you, Matt. I think there there is, like, no sheriff backstage. And in WWE, there was guys like no like back in the way back, Andre the Giant used to be that dude. Nobody fucked around. He would, like, put him in place from all the interviews I heard. Then I think it was The Undertaker, Mark Calloway for the WWE, like, Yokozuna, like, that whole club. There used to be, like, people, like, captains. You know, like, captains of a team that, like, would... That are, like, the unofficial, like, they run shit. I don't know if there is a person in AEW, and I don't... I can't even think of one that would even be mature enough to actually run it. You, they got a lot of people that could. I mean, you figure they got Mark Henry, they got Big Show, mm-hmm. they got Christian, mm-hmm. they got Dean Malenko, they got Arn Anderson. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, those are all great <laughs> examples. Like, yeah, those are people that could, but maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just not. Maybe they don't have the clout or the uh, influence on the young younger guys. Yeah. Well, they gotta they gotta reel it in, like we've been saying here. Um, they need to get it real tight, kind of tight, like some scissors. <laughs> uh, that we saw on National Scissors Day today. How fucking fun was that? It was in Washington D.C. They made it like a, a like a rally or a presidential thing with a podium. Everybody got a chance to speak. I was actually really impressed with Bowens. We all know that um, uh, Caster, Caster, thank you, uh, can rap and he's awesome. Um, but Bowens, he he really's got he's got it. I mean, these mm-hmm. guys are really hot they're like approaching in some of the all-time goat status right now just for how hot they are and how long is this gonna last i don't know but it's not slowing down and i actually it crossed my mind tonight do you think this guys these guys will ever break up i mean that's i mean there's been great take teams that have stuck together forever but i mean the heel turn would be as big as marty Jannetty and Shawn michaels i would think because there's a lot of similarities to this team to the rockers Oh yeah, there's no reason to break them up now. They they won't for a long time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It'd be stupid too. But I'm just thinking, like, hey, if it ever does get a little stale, could that could that even be a possibility? But yeah, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here. So I'm gonna say I think so. Definitely not right now. Um, I think what really surprises me about the acclaimed is how fast all this happened because they yeah. went from mid-level mm-hmm. tag team that everybody really liked to tag team champions that have an entire arena of people in the palm of their hand doing mm-hmm. this promo in a format that really hasn't been done before but got over like gangbusters on dynamite this yep. grown men making cardboard scissors arts and crafts yes for this shit <laughs> exactly it's unreal like the amount of crowd participation in this was just i don't i can't recall a dynamite segment that i've seen that had the crowd this engaged. Um, I mean, we're talking like on the levels of like MJF and CM Punk when that feud was mm-hmm. hot. I mean, that was the amount of like heat and just excitement around this segment. It was unreal. And then off to the side, you have daddy ass cracking jokes and just doing the scissor gesture the whole time. Crushing it. Yeah. It's just awesome segment. Like if you haven't seen it as a listener, go back, watch it. It's hilarious. And just... It just makes you smile, which is great. That's something I think we need in AEW a little bit more. These guys are great as tag champs. I think in the ring, they're phenomenal. Um, and on the mic, yeah, Mike, I totally agree with you. Like, Bowens really showed he can hang tonight when it comes to giving mm-hmm. promos or just talking on the mic. He was great at looking down the camera. Guy did not lose no, the beat the whole time. Um, 
yeah like i just can't say enough about this segment i'm really excited now to see where this goes next week on dynamite we've got swerve against daddy ass in the singles match which strangely i'm actually excited about because it builds yeah. off this story really well um it's not just some random match that they threw on like a rampage or something like that so yeah kind of curious to see where that goes and then the big question is who's their next challenger going to be it's really hard to say yeah, that's a good question yeah yeah because you know uh, they're they're kind of doing something with Wardlow and Samoa Joe, but Wardlow's got the one belt, and it's like they're not gonna. Um, those guys are good guys too, so it's like that mm-hmm. team probably won't challenge for the title. Right. So I don't know. It's gotta like who's the hottest heel team right now? They'll probably have one more match with Swerve and those guys. Yeah, like the rubber time. match. Yep, but I think any team they put against them is gonna work because they're so over that it doesn't matter who. Let's say. Battle FTR, which I don't, I'm sure they'll hold off for a while, but yeah, any teams that they get together will uh, will work because they're just so hot. Everybody's going to be backing them, so it doesn't matter. And they keep coming up with like um, new inventive ways, not entirely um, off of the scissors too. What did they say AEW stood for tonight? Uh, acclaim, acclaim every acclaim? week, every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. Every Wednesday, right? So well, you know, TV they're, time. they're doing a little, you know, a little bit here and there. And he, Bowen said he was like the something of scissors, the Sultan of scissors. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, just it keep spinning off. I mean, this, you know, the J- Russell Wilson Jr. Max Caster, <laughs> he, you know, keeps coming up with unique raps, and they're actually getting better. I mean, he does play oh, yeah, off on politics time. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially in DC, totally appropriate. But um, yeah, Charlie, you have any um, you know, good ideas on how we can keep the momentum going with um, the acclaimed and not burn them out? What would you do? There's, there's nothing that you can do against. There's nothing you can do to ruin them right now. Just keep doing what they're doing. They're they're over. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like an Austin Rock thing. Anything that they do, they're over. That's so crazy. Last night told you we saw. The first night we saw, we were there. The first night when everything went crazy for him, um, mm-hmm. at all out, mm-hmm. they're they're just over, dude. Doesn't matter. There's there's nothing they can do that's gonna mess them up. If... They're just they're just over. They've been the crowd's been wanting them as champs since that all out show, and they didn't get it then. They're just they're over. It's just working. They're... Everything's working. They're gonna buy time by having that awful. What is it, Tony Nice and Josh Wood, like that tag team oh. that they keep. Like those guys will yeah. probably challenge next, just just to have so some. Yeah, just just guys to work with. Yeah, it'll work. It does because everybody's going for the acclaimed. You know, it's they're white. It's a rare ah. thing in wrestling where you see it go from like they were they yeah. were kind of like a Toyota Corolla one month and then 30 days later they were a fucking ferrari they just got yeah they just got hot a year ago worked hard we're saying yep there's no way they'd be this hot i was like oh maybe 2023 at some point they could get the titles but it just got hot dude good work and pairing them with the gun club bowens's injury might have been the best thing that ever happened yeah took him out just it came weird organically weird how it worked out yep I was not on board with that when it started, but damned if it didn't work. Oh, the one dude. part of the scissoring, uh, National Scissoring Day tonight that really scared me was when Smart Mark Sterling came out. It always scares me when Smart was, Mark oh, comes out. Yes. That guy can kill any gimmick, and thank yes. God they just turned on him right away. Um, it's almost like, okay, I don't know who thought it was like even a remotely good idea to even have him appear even for 10 seconds in this I think segment. he's just now because he's a wrestler and he can take bumps they they just put him out there to take a bump yes yeah. but it's like oh my god it's so old yeah it is and just I don't know he's been involved in so many shit segments that that's all you can think of when the guy comes out so I'm really glad that they just quickly put the kibosh on it hopefully he doesn't show up again and we just move on with this story Right. Maybe that was the deal. Maybe now it's become this knowing thing. It's like now they're just messing with the crowd because they know that everybody's sick of that guy. Yeah. He's like the Spike Dudley of AEW. <laughs> <laughs> just gets immediately destroyed. And for good reason. But um something that I hope won't be immediately destroyed with their one match is 
Adam Hangman Page and John Moxley. So we have John Moxley, the new AEW champion, three-time champ. Now we were wondering. I mean, we spent a lot of time with him in weeks past, leading up to the CM Punk, the you know the feud between them. We were singing his praises. Well. We were wondering, okay, well, if Mox does get the championship, where where would the title go from there? Well, Adam Hangman Page steps in. We were talking a little before the pod started recording that they never really faced each other in something major, and uh, now we're finally going to see it. Um, AEW is three years old. What took so long for this? I don't, I don't know, man. It, there's so many good guys at the main event level. I think honestly, just with how often they change the world title, which is not very often, it just it took so many matches to get to this point. Um, Maybe because they're both baby faces. I don't know. True. That's true. Uh, I don't know. That segment tonight sold me on the match. That it was good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe they give it to Hangman, and then Moxley right? takes his vacation, and then exactly Hangman MJF. I don't know, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean the AEW I title. Know. I would have to disagree with you, Matt. Does kind of, well, and you would probably agree with me too that it does change hands relatively more quickly, well, definitely than. Sorry, I think go the ahead. Punk, I think the Punk injury caused yes, a lot of the flip flop, but True. it wasn't. Yeah, that's why beforehand, well, and a lot wasn't. of the champs get fucked up. You know, Kenny Omega and then Jericho. He doesn't really have the stamina to carry it for a long period of time. Uh and then, yeah, a lot of the altercations. I just got some bad, got some bad luck with Punk getting hurt both times mm-hmm. after he won the belt. But, yeah, you know, it just kind of ruined the plan. Before Punk, it was every, all every champ yeah. had a long reign. Yeah, most the yeah, yeah, not a yeah, yep. three quarters of a year, whatever. And Kenny dropped it because Adam was Adam Page was that was the story, hot, you know, that mm-hmm. was the story, yeah. Speaking of Adams, real quick, where's Adam Cole? Has he been hurt? Yeah, or... he's been hurt. He, I think he no, I think he's back. Okay. But there's no I think he's I think he's back, but there's nowhere to put him in right okay. now. Young Bucks are gone. That's Kenny's true. Right. Gone, so what do you have him do? So it's I would just rather keep him off until the young Bucks and Kenny are back and then figure out what's the story to do because mm. he's in a bad spot. He's kinda gotta wait for um uh what's his name? Um Bobby the Fish. Dude. No, no O'Reilly. 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 Because we're O'Reilly's for a while. Here. So, yeah, so maybe they're going to wait till he's peeled up and back and then bring him in, bring him back in. So I don't know. And Bobby Fish is out, right? He's yeah. an impact. Yeah, he's I gone. Think. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, gone. Yeah, so yeah, he's kind of in a holding pattern for sure. So, he's waiting for that call from Triple H. It ain't never coming. <laughs> they ain't coming. <laughs> nope. Real quick, too. What do you guys think of Soraya tonight? Dude, yeah. I, I, it's hard Looking to good. say. So yeah. the, the bit where yeah. Britt Baker comes on <laughs> and talks about how the doctors haven't cleared her to compete. That means she's me pretty much that, cleared. So so what you're saying is she's good to go, really. Yeah, it's just um, a matter of when. matter yeah. of when you're going to put her on TV. I was just going to say, because we saw the hockey fight spot between Britt and Paige or Soraya in the ring. Yeah. So. Yeah. At some point, we gotta have a match between the two. They they wouldn't let those two oh, touch yeah. if it wasn't gonna be a thing. Exactly. They're building towards it, yeah. yeah speaking of Brit, my God, tell- like they um, it's amazing how over she still is, considering her character has sucked for like almost like nine months now. Like, it's crazy. Like they're she's lucky that like the fans haven't abandoned her because she has been directionless forever. Yeah, she's likable. She's in she with is. the right click. Adam Cole and those guys. She's his girlfriend. So yeah, but it's, it's just they gotta come up with. Some, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's what they it go is. To Pittsburgh yeah, a lot. This is it. Just this just year. have him yeah. wrestle. Keep the keep the belt off her for a year till next year sometime, yeah. and then build her back up. But they they need to figure. They need to move, make a move on JB Hater. Yes. Yeah. Like turn her face because she's they're ready for it. she's she's get she's like she's getting hot like the acclaimed were. Mm-hmm. The crowd loves her. Yeah. Yep. Well, I did like now... in... you can go, Matt. I was just gonna say so tonight there we had, saw a women's trios match, which was I think the first in a long time, if not ever in AEW. I can't remember another one, but I'm sure. Well, I remember that. another one. Remember that hardcore match when those chicks like literally oh destroyed God. each other yes Penelope awesome. Ford and Ty and that was it that was phenomenal. That's the last time I thought but yeah well, go ahead 
Yeah, but but for those of our listeners, in this week's episode of Dynamite, um, the women's trios match was actually pretty solid. It uh, was. Really enjoyable match. I think what was really interesting was Jamie Hayter, knowing that the fans are really getting behind her, tags out like immediately and just kind of looks at the fans and shrugs like, nope, you're not getting it. It was so perfect. Like She's still well aware of her role. Um, and doesn't want to let herself get too popular too fast. So I think she's aware of it, and she's doing a good job of gauging everyone's interest. I do think if they're if if AEW has a formula, I think we've cracked it, and it's I have to believe we're going to see a match between Soraya and Britt Baker, and maybe that's when we see the final turn of Jamie Hader, similar to like when Wardlow finally turned his back on MJF in a way. Mm, good call. Nice. You know, yeah. I, I gotta say, like Willow Nightingale's completely grown on me too. She's just—I mean, she's a good wrestler. She's kind of fun. It seems like the fans are kind of in, in, embracing her. I don't know that she's gonna win the title Friday, no. but you know, but she's getting better. But she's, she's getting, getting better, better every week. Yeah, she looked yeah. good today. She just need ring time. Yeah, she—I was really impressed with her because I was kind of like, oh, Willow, and yeah. you know, I think she's just getting better. She's got a natural. You know? She's got a natural. She might charisma. be something. Yeah. Yep. She's a great athlete. Yep. Um, you know, we've seen great athletes in like Bianca Belair, Chris Statlander, but they were like, you know, really great physique. This woman, she's a powerhouse. She's like, not, I wouldn't compare it to powerhouse Hobbs, but I mean, fit, built, powerful. That's kind of what the women's awesome. uh, division awesome. is. There's a lot of smaller women in there. She's, she's awesome, Kong. Yeah. Smaller version. Mm-hmm. Um, True. It was also nice and, to see that like three, four weeks in a row now that Penelope's on TV. I think maybe they're starting to get behind her again. She is oh, damn she's good. A I think she's great. She's a she's nice really wrestle really well. Like uh, yeah. all her oh, moves yeah. were so smooth. Like no yeah. better than a lot of the other girls in the ring too. She's that tough as hell too. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw her at the first All In show, we saw her there, Mike. I, I was like, holy shit, she's pretty good. She only oh, did true. a couple spots, and I was like, fuck. That was my favorite match of the night. It was between uh, Hangman and uh, someone else, and Penelope Ford was with that someone else, right? Who who did Hangman um, face? I can't remember. She was. She's always been with. I think she was Kip. with Kip. Yeah, I that can't remember. It. Yeah, she was with Kip. Yeah, and then she used to be with the Bunny and her teamed up all the damn time. And yeah, it's just yeah. Yeah. Well, she. I've seen her take big bumps at like she. She's she's a tough cookie, so all the respect to her. She's in Philadelphia, of course she's, of course she's uh tough. So, anyway, here, um, do we need to talk about the main event tonight? You think, guys, or get to promo of the week? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I guess we could all we could speculate quick on like where they're going with this whole thing. I mean, obviously, um, obviously, Sammy took the pin or gave the pin, so he, uh, you know, no heat on him. But uh, I thought for sure he was eating the pin tonight. Yeah, same. It's just weird though. It's like it seems way too soon to take the title off of Jericho, but then you got Brian. That's be, you got, yeah, that's you gonna got be interesting Wednesday, man. I don't know either. Yeah. yeah. It's like Garcia gonna is he gonna get his receipt does here he and lose, like help say, he, Brian yeah. win? Does he yeah, exactly. Maybe does he have to cause it'll be another match that Brian lost to Jericho? Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's insane. high drama. Hmm. Well, someone's gotta win. Yeah. So yeah. we will see that. <laughs> Next Wednesday, uh, and maybe by then Bray Wyatt will be back in the WWE, right, Matt? Yeah, yeah. it's very possible. I mean, have you cracked the code yet? If not, uh, for those of our listeners out there, if you go on Reddit, um, I'm sure you can crack it pretty quickly thanks to all the helpful folks oh, on Squared it's Circle. Obvious, it's obvious that he, it's him. Yeah, it's got to be. It's it's sort of like the, the punk I return, they, I, I think. I think they've, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they've dragged this out too long, though. Yeah. My opinion. Yeah. They could have probably killed it last. They should have did it last week or the week before. They just keep dragging it on and on and on. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, they're definitely waiting for Extreme Rules, which is this Saturday. Um, yeah. But to your point, Charlie, yeah. it. I feel like it's it's just a common problem with every pro wrestling promotion is when is the right time to pull the trigger? And a lot of times, you know, they like to do it at a pay-per-view, premium live event, whatever you want to call it. But the timing just sometimes doesn't work out exactly how they had hoped. I think yeah. so. Yeah. The only when they interesting get the- thing left with yeah, the only interesting thing I think that's left with it 
is he Bray Wyatt or is he the Fiend? Right. That's a great that's point. About, like that's about the only interesting thing with it. I tell you what, though, this is off topic, but um, that stuff. I mean, I've caught parts of that. Um, uh, generico. I can't remember his name. Sammy Zayn and the Uso stuff. That stuff's pretty fucking funny, dude. Yeah. Sammy Zone is fucking him and Jimmy or Jay, whichever one doesn't like him. Uh-huh. It's it's fucking comedy, dude. Yeah. It's pretty. It's I'll have to admit that's that's the best thing they had going. That shit is funny. The looks and all it's that stuff's pretty good. Oh, no. Sammy Zane is an MVP, man. He is. Yeah. So, so for yeah, our listeners, he's... um, prior to starting recording, I I was talking to Mike and Steve before we kicked this off. And I mentioned that I I admit I've started watching WWE a little bit again. Um, it is getting a little bit better. Like there's definitely some improvements that have been made since Vince left. And to Charlie's point, the whole bloodline thing with Sami Zayn being an honorary oos is just <laughs> it's too funny. Um, yeah, it's legitimately that's... funny too. Like he does such a good job in that role. Uh, I think they're doing a great job with Sami Zayn right now. And obviously, you know, we talk about Bray Wyatt returning soon. There's just a lot of really interesting stuff happening right now. Uh, they, so they, they cut some of the corny stuff out, but it's, they cut a lot of the corny stuff out, but in its core, the show, they get longer matches, but mm-hmm. the show is still hokey and shitty. I've oh, caught sure. parts of it. It hasn't changed that much. No. I mean, no, I know it, the it's... ratings, they're taking a hit because of Monday Night Football, but the shows, all this, they had a little hot streak when he was bringing a lot of guys back, mm-hmm. but a lot of that stuff's stupid. Like, why is why is Dexter Loomis still chasing The Miz? That's never been resolved. What is that? You know, why is he chasing him? Yeah, it's, great it's question. Nothing, you know, nothing's been said about it. And I, I hate to say it too, but ah, Johnny Gargano's not going to get over as big as he was in NXT. No, I, I, I agree. I And I don't think it's I, any fault I of his own, of it. but the booking has been... Their just, crowd sucks. They yeah. have a... I, their crowd is not good at all. So they don't get into it. I don't know if they don't know the guys, but that crowd was, I mean... That crowd was tonight was so much better than mm. the than the crowd that they had in Minnesota Monday night, and and Minnesota's pretty good crowd. It's just I think they just fucked their crowd up with somehow because they don't get into nothing. They're not into anything, you know. I wonder if it's, it's just like, a lot of people going to see the one two people they know. Because I I told you guys this before uh, about six months ago or so. My uh, friend of the show uh, Gary went to a. Uh, raw and like the people around him like didn't know who 75 percent of the wrestlers were and then there were the ones that did come out like finn balor i think was one and like Mm -hmm. i think there was one other one he mentioned where they went nuts for but nobody else like there were people next to him like who's that it's like how do you go to a wrestling show and not know who the hell the roster is yeah it's a little yeah their fan base is just yeah the wwe is just turned into a petting zoo. You pay a quarter it's, for some cheap food. You go there, you pet a goat, and you get the fuck out. Kind of like you go there and yeah. you wear your t-shirt. You you put your arms up for Finn Balor, or you do like yeah. the you know the bro thing, and that's your shit. And you get out. It's a one and done, single serving thing. It isn't a show. It's just like put bullshit on TV. One person spaghetti will stick, and that'll be your person, yep. and that's all we care they, about. It's they weird. They don't, and I think too, if I look at it, they just don't have the. I mean, Roman Reigns is the, their guy, but they don't have the cool. They don't have the cool factor like. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. These guys are great. I want to go see these guys. You know, the AEW show. You know, you got um, you got your Jericho's, you got your Garcia's, you got your Young Bucks, your Clay, the Young Bucks, Kenny. You know, you got all those guys that are just like old attractions. People just, mm-hmm. Yeah, people just go nuts. They don't have a lot of guys that are like that. Where mm-hmm. oh, I, you know, they're gonna lose their fucking shit when this guy comes out. Like they lost their shit when the Acclaim kind of came out. You know, people yeah. just lost their shit. You know, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, they lose their shit. Moxley tonight. People yeah. lost their shit, you know? Yeah, and they're not going to do that for Bray Wyatt when he does come out at Extreme Rules probably no, this Saturday. No, I mean, no, it'll be short-lived, nice if anything. 
he'll get yeah. a nice pop, but then where does it go? Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. And I think yeah. and I think Triple H got he got um he got props um in the beginning because he was bringing all these guys back and they're kind of kind of surprises, blah blah blah. But he he burnt his wad out. He has nothing else to the show. I, did you guys? I mean, did you catch? Because I happened to catch it last week. Did you see when Candice LeRae came out? Yeah, yeah, just dead. <laughs> there was no, there was nothing, dude. There, there was nothing. There, the announcers are going crazy like it's a big deal. And the crowd was kind of like, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I Golf never crack. understood. Like they, I, I actually, I think that was a to me like one of the few things NXT did back in the good days didn't get right either. Like. They never made a reason to care about her other than she was yeah. Gargano's wife. So yeah, she's a good fact, worker. She is a good yeah. worker, but she's got yeah, no charisma. Yeah. yeah, but it's nothing like great. Like if you go back and I mean, I always I'm not to be this guy always, but if you go look go back and look at her look her up on uh YouTube or PWG stuff, dude, she would have fucking great fucking matches in Andes. She's really good, but they just never used her right there. Because mm-hmm. like, I didn't know. I knew about her, but my buddy's like, Scott, oh, check her stuff out on PWG. And you go back, it's like, holy shit, it's that AEW worker style that she did. And WWE kind of neuters how people wrestle. I think that's the problem, too. I think they're, they neuter, their style neuters people, you know? Yeah. Like I watched, like, I I mean, you gotta cut it, but like I watched part of that between the football game i watched that last women's match they had on last monday night that was that was shit dude that mm. was it was crap that's why they got the one five five rating they got it nobody it wasn't that good it wasn't good you're talking Ray about Leonos, candace LeRae, dakota kai that whole three i think it was like a three on three women's kind of oh, thing and they okay. they jumped bailey and those guys jumped on them at the end and yeah. They got the big boo at the end when they all held the belts up, but it wasn't it wasn't crazy rambunctious like this eight you know this last match AEW. The crowd, the AEW crowd really helps their product, mm-hmm. you know, a lot because it, it just seems like, oh, I got to be there for this, you know, I this is I got to go to this show, you know, I can't mm-hmm. miss a Monday night. Like it's gonna be interesting to see. I'm sure they'll probably sell out. You know, they're coming back to Milwaukee in December for Raw. Mm. So I wonder how what, how the sales ticket sales for that show will go. Yay. Hopefully it doesn't <laughs> snow. Well, don't forget. Don't forget what they're trotting out. They're, they're bringing the wheelchairs out this next Raw and bringing out DX. Oh, my God. That's so stupid, too. I'm like, they're 50. They're my age. And they're going to be out there. I, I hope. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's like. Road dog looks horrible. Like just, so, yeah, I saw pro, the picture. Like like, Road dog man, looks dude. all puffy. Uh, yeah, HPK like, looks like he's been kicked by a horse. It's like yeah. <laughs> Xbox looks pretty good. Sean's there, cross-eyed and yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's like, what kind of so antics bad. are they going to get into, dude? It's like they're, re- they're uh, going to the whale for this, dude. And it's like, I don't know if I'd go to the whale for this one, dude. It's nah. like you're not gonna, you're not gonna pop. They're not gonna pop a rating, dude. They're they're not going to get over 1-7 with Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football had low ratings this week, and they still – and the WWE couldn't still siphon off any viewers. It's, it's not going to work. Hmm. Yeah, well – It's my opinion. That... I'm a WWE hater, though, but it's not – it's not interesting. Like I said, the best thing they got is that fucking Sami Zayn stuff. That shit's funny, dude. Like, I, did you see it last week, Matt, when they – I saw when they ripped the t-shirt off. I'm like, oh shit, they're turning on him. That was like a good, that was a good spot. I was like, oh shit, they're turning on him. Then they threw the shirt out. I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking hilarious, dude. He is such a good actor, dude. He's really good. Like this is the perfect role for him. He is so good, dude. Because I I heard the whole thing is that at some point they turn on him and Kevin Steen will team together and then they'll hopefully take the belts off the Usos. Yeah. That's everybody's fantasy book and there's no been no rumors of that but mm-hmm. but we'll see well it's nice that there is some shining spot because i would like you know i just want to see great wrestling i mean I, I just, no more yeah. vince era it's going to be interesting I'm glad there's I stuff see. going on but i just don't have enough time in the day to see it all yeah you're like not gonna watch that three hours dude 
And I, mm-hmm. I just still think that Triple H has been with WWE too long. And he still, he does things a little different. Well, but with that three hour different... show, it's, yep. Ahead, it's not just about that either it's like the raw serves a different audience it serves mm-hmm. a mainstream audience there's there's um usa network there's uh uh advertisers it's not like i mean he not that i'm not saying he wants to but he could not do what he did in nxt, NXT on the main roster yeah. they won't it, it's just not that easy so he has it's, to it has to be a small changes and what we should do too is at some point do a show on the triple who did triple h really build in nxt and who he stole from our who was established in roh mm. who, <laughs> what stars what stars did he build in nxt all right yeah let's do it <laughs> yeah let's think about it think and, about uh, it yep and say, that'll be a very build? good interesting conversation yeah the, book it the only, yep only things i can really think of off the top is ftr Big Cass and, and uh, Enzo. Hmm. He built those guys. Yeah. You would know better than anyone, too, Charlie, because you were all down with Ring of Honor. Glenn oh, could yeah. probably shoot us a note and uh, <laughs> he could weigh in on it. I think Steve and Matt were, they were pretty big NXT guys before I even got into it. But oh, I oh, just yeah. know when, I just know he was still, I just know, he, I just know the guys he stole. And, mm-hmm. and they were like, they were over anyway, dude. Mm hmm. He was right. building a, a bigger, he was just building a better Ring of Honor product. Well, let's let's do it. Let's spend a week <laughs> and uh, we'll come back next week and we'll we'll have a little Mike's, segment on it. Cause, uh, Matt, Mike's like, all right, yeah, we'll talk about it later, dude. Let's, <laughs> let's wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about before that we started recording, it's like, let's keep it short and sweet. And yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm getting, my rant. Yeah, let's, I'm let's getting a little, yeah. Yeah, I'm no, tired you're cool. too. It's, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> well, Kristen, and she she's like, you don't need to talk that loud in the basement because I'm like right underneath <laughs> her. So yeah, I'm like, go hey, to- we're recording 15 minutes later tonight, uh, too, since Dynamite's oh, done. So. She probably goes to bed early, too, because Colleen goes to bed like at 9-ish, because I don't know what time Kristen starts, but Colleen's got to yeah. be there at 7.30, I think, or something. Yeah, well, on Thursday... Uh, on Thursdays it's a little later, but she gets up like sometimes Early. just depending oh, on you know. You guys got a, know, you guys too, got a so. kid, so yeah, you guys got a kid, yeah. so that's a whole different thing. So we're always tired, but it's all good. Yep. You know what? We stay right. up. We stay up late here on Keep the Kayfabe. We got one more little segment <laughs> here. We talked about um a lot of women wrestlers on this show. So Julie from Cowda County, Georgia. Uh, is our promo of the week submitter. She says, my dad used to let us watch wrestling on Saturday. That's a good dad right there. Fabulous Moolah proved women can wrestle wow. too, boys. Yes. And murder people. And wasn't she like a female pimp or something like yep. that? Yeah. Pretty cool dark side Moolah? of the room. I believe it's in season Moolah? one. Moolah. Fabulous Moolah. Oh, yeah, Moolah was horrible. She was like a racketeer. So, yeah, well, let's yeah. just see what she has to say. The fab- Well, thank you, Julie. We really appreciate your submission. And uh, Clearly. The, fab- the fabulous Moolah interview with Lou Albano and Mean Gene Oakland. Let's take a listen. To my immediate left, uh, a lady that has had such a tremendous career in this great sport of professional wrestling, I think the proof being the fact that she has held the World Wrestling Federation's ladies' title belt for 27 years. Of course, I am talking about the fabulous Moolah. For 27 years, that reign came to an end recently no, in Madison No, it did Square not Gun- come to an end. That's your version. That's Wendy Richter's version. But I had her pinned. I had the pinning hold. I had her pinned on the mat. And with some stupid fall of the stupid referee and that Cindy Lauper and this skinny Maroney, there's no sour grapes. I'm the champion, and I'm going to prove to everybody when I walk out of the ring again that I am still the champion, and I'm going to stay the champion. There's nobody been born can beat the fabulous Moolah yet. Well, that's positive thinking. You're a liar, liar on the wall, Wendy. Wendy, what's her name? Cindy, Wendy Rector, you're the biggest liar on the wall. But let me tell you this. I am so proud. And I feel so fine, and I feel so good, and I feel so elated. I feel, I'm keeping it low. I'm trying to keep it down. But I said, Lou, did you say Lou? I thought you said boo. So I'm trying to keep it down. But I feel so proud to be at the side of the woman champion. I don't basically manage women wrestlers. But when I find someone that is so fine, 
so well-tuned, has wrestling balance, wrestling leverage, and is a legend in her own right. I said, Captain, you've got to be a part of this. I said, Captain, this is you, Captain. I said, this lady, and I refer to her as a lady, has to be in your, in your eye. You've got to be behind her. You've got to be with her. You've got to feel so elated, so fat, and so good, and so proud to be at the side of the one and only fabulous Moolah. Ooh, I'm happy. He is, he is cranked up about this upcoming meeting between Wendy Richter and yourself. Well, Paula. he's not the only one. I'm cranked up, too, and I'm ready, willing, and able. And I will show my fans, my loved ones, and my enemies, I don't care which, just both. I am still the world the way, champion. I'm going to stay there, uh, Is there any special strategy that the two of you are planning right now in regards to this man? Well, if we knew, we wouldn't tell you because I know you got a big mouth just like Wendy Richter. Oh, please. You do have a big mouth. You've been known to have a big mouth. I hear you out here knocking people, putting them down. Moolah, you hit it right. But Moolah, I'm not going to be content with you just beating her. A great lady and a great champion, but no longer. However, another opportunity when she meets Wendy Richter in an upcoming World Wrestling Federation. Well, there she is, uh, the fabulous Mula. Thank you, Julie, and with Lou Albano and Mean Gene. What a story! Good stuff, right there. I I, I'd like to pull out a classic uh, Charlie question there and ask, like Matt, what was your favorite part of that promo? God, there's so many, so many good <laughs> lines in it. Just I mean... Mula being crazy and being Mula. <laughs> Mula, me and Mula is the perfect answer. I mean, being that we just talked about her being like a pimp or something right before the clip, I, I'll never be able to hear it the same way again. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Good point. Very Thanks, good Julie. point. Yep. And if you want to put your uh, best promo on the air on a show with us, just shoot us a note at keep the kfabe four one four at gmail dot com. Shoot us a DM. To our social medias at Keep the Kayfabe on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, yeah, tell your friends, keep listening, tell us what you want to hear. I can't wait to talk a little bit of NXT Triple H controversy. We haven't done a topical show in a little while because, you know, it's it's been hard to get in the schedules going again. But um, you know what? One thing that is consistent is every day when I wake up, I do three things. Except. It's just these three things. It's these three things that I just believe every person just needs to do to just live a good, awesome life and be fucking awesome. And that is stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H. Woo. Everywhere.